is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. It's Jill. I am so happy to be back with you for a solo episode. And the reason I'm happy to do that is because I realized how much I really do enjoy podcasting. I've had a hiatus. You didn't know it because I have published episodes every week consistently while I've been sort of absent. What I did, and I mentioned this on the episode I had with Emily Gallagher a few weeks back, but what I did is I did a batch of recordings. And that allowed me to have a break from the podcast. I wasn't needing a break, but I created a break so that I could really put my creative energy into writing this book that is wanting to be birthed. But as I've mentioned several times, I feel like I'm just keep getting stuck. (laughs) I'm not even like into the labor process yet. I'm still like, it's like I'm eternally three months pregnant. Anyway, I did do a lot of writing, not tons of progress, but I do have three chapters written. I'm, I'm going to write 11 chapters, I'm pretty sure. And I have three written and a fourth one almost done. Anyway, so during that process, I'd have to go back and look at my calendar to see how long it's been, but it's been a few months. I have not come on here live other than to record like an introduction for an interview. So if, if I have a lot of you who ask me about podcasting, like how does it work? Or you want to have a podcast and you want me to help you with that. So in case you're curious, and if you're not, just bear with me for a minute. The way it works is I sit down and I have a conversation with someone, then I go back and I record the introduction later. So some of these conversations I recorded a couple of months ago, and then maybe a couple weeks before it airs, I record the quick introduction and then I submit that. So that's like a little bit of live talking to you, but I don't really get to say much other than the introduction. So I haven't sat down and done a live solo episode with you for a quite some time. And during this time of me being sort of off from podcasting, I had a lot going on internally about the podcast uh, passion of mine. To be totally transparent with you, I almost quit. Like I didn't almost like quit forever, but I actually thought about stopping the podcast for the summer, which I did last year, because I had episodes that were already recorded through the end of May. And I thought, you know, maybe that's a sign. You know, not everything's a sign. Sometimes we're just looking for it to be a sign. But I had this feeling that I wanted to be off for the summer. And as with anything, it's really important, especially if it's an important decision, you know, for us to really sit with it. They say sleep on it, right? Sit with it, 
feel into it, and go into ourselves and ask God, ask our creator. And, and, you know, some of you might ask angels and spirit guides, or even just ask, ask yourself, like your body, ask your inner knowing. It's all connected. And some people think it's all the same thing. But ask for the answer there. And the answer always appears, but sometimes it takes a while. And so the old me, and this might still be you, I was very impulsive and very reactionary, and I didn't sit with anything. I couldn't sit with anything. That's actually a sign of a dysregulated nervous system. That's actually a sign that you have a narrow window of tolerance. So I breathed into it. You know, I say at the end of every episode, breathe, love yourself, and surrender, right? So the breathing and the surrendering is really important in decision making. And so I was quite impulsive and I sent a text to my husband and I said to a couple of friends, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. I am taking the summer off and I don't owe it to anybody to be on that podcast. I love everyone who listens, but I've been doing this for two and a half years straight and blah, 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 blah. And as I sat with that and I fell into it, what I realized is that there are other areas in my life where boundaries are being violated and I'm allowing it. There are other areas in my life when I feel I'm being stretched too thin or I'm saying yes when I want to say no, you know, back to boundaries, or where I'm doing something out of obligation rather than out of passion or from a place of passion and choice, because we always have choice, but not an empowered aligned choice. It had nothing to do with the podcast. So as I looked at my life, I looked at those areas and thought, okay, so why don't I tweak those and then see what happens? And lo and behold, I felt the passion come back for the podcast and I actually really missed you. (laughs) So I was genuinely excited to get back and behind this mic and chat with you, not because I like the way I sound, not because I need to hear what I have to say, but because I know and, and this goes for anything that we are doing or creating in this life. I know, like there's a knowing and then there's a knowing, right? I have a knowing deep in me that I am meant to do this, that this is important work, that we are creating something together and that it's teaching me about life and about myself. And I truly believe that God is working through me through this podcast. Like, it's like, you know, as I speak, I'm learning and I'm remembering, and I'm unlearning, and I'm reminding myself, and sharing it with you reinforces it for me. And I do think it's also helping me tap into my greater purpose. I still don't know my greater purpose in this life. Many of us don't. So it's nice to be with you again. So I was thinking about what to talk about. I have so many ideas in the notes section of my phone. I mean, if I could show you right now and Many of you ask me why I don't do video. I have to admit, it's just a total block for me. I feel more comfortable chatting with you without video. If I had video, I could show you the notes section of my phone. It'd be interesting. I also don't want to put more effort into anything other than just chatting with you. So I think someday I'll have video, but for now, I still don't. If I had video, I would show you. But in the notes section of my phone, I have so many ideas that just flow nonstop. And Many times I'll scroll through scroll through, and decide to talk about something completely unrelated. In fact, I would say 99.9% of the time, it's not on the list. I was looking at my list a minute ago because I thought I was going to talk about something and then I thought about something else and ideas have come to me as I've been, you know, doing life over the past couple of weeks. And I think, oh, I should talk about that. And then I don't make it down here as in down into my basement, into my podcast room. And so I just said to my husband, I sent him something on Instagram and he goes, 
So you haven't started recording, huh? And I said, no, it's like, if I said to you, ready, hiccup, hurry, hurry, hiccup. You can't do that. Sneeze. That's how it is with creativity, right? So I didn't have the urge to podcast. I just have to get something recorded (laughs) before we go out of town tomorrow. And I've had all these moments where I have felt the urge to podcast, but I couldn't get down here into this room. So as I was sitting here doing what I do before I podcast, and I recommend you doing this before you do anything that you think is important. You know, I did some jumping on my trampoline. I did some breath work. I played my bowls. You don't need to have sound bowls, but I did play my bowls. I prayed. I asked for guidance. I got quiet, got into my body and it came to me. So after looking through the notes, this is a great lesson for life, right? They say, make plans and watch God laugh. Well, I was looking through all these topics that are great topics and nothing was lighting me up. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And then after I did what I just told you I did, my inner knowing said worthiness and confidence. Worthiness versus confidence. Confidence versus worthiness. Okay. And then I realized that I just did a post on Instagram, I believe yesterday, on that topic without calling it that. You know, if I were like really, really organized with this podcast, what I would do, what's very smart to do, is I would record my episodes and then I would create social media content that would line up with the podcast episodes as they come out in real time. And it would be a whole flow, like a whole marketing plan. Well, that's not the way I do it. Many times I'll write something and then I think about, oh, that'd be a great topic. And so my social media doesn't tend to line up with what I talk about in real time. But anyway, back to the topic of confidence and worthiness. I've talked about confidence in the past. I remember having an episode where I talked about why we mock confident women, why we feel jealous of them, why we sort of tear them down, even if we don't admit it where that comes from, et cetera. I have an episode coming up uh, with Kelly Lynn Adams where we talk all about confidence being your birthright. But this is different. What I'm talking about is related to what I just wrote about. And that is the difference between confidence and worthiness and how our worthiness is what creates our confidence. However, my opinion is that there's another layer to that. Like true confidence comes from worthiness. If I'm grounded in my body, if I feel worthy, if I feel enough, if I, in fact, know deep in my belly and my body that I am worthy and that I'm enough and that I am loved and that I am love and I am nothing but love and there's nothing else but love. There will always be love and I am that. I feel very tapped into truth and love. Then I'm going to come across as confident. It doesn't matter how I look. It doesn't matter how it's in my bank account. It doesn't matter. I will, my worthiness is what's going to exude the confidence. I really believe that's true. There's no but, but I would say and. And what I was talking about in my Instagram post, and I actually have mentioned it a few times with you on the show, is that my changing physical body, as in I'm heavier than I've ever been and like everybody else, I'm aging, right? But I'm really, I'm starting to notice it now. We're always aging, you know, but I didn't notice it before. And I really started noticing it, I would say like in the past year. And of course, I'm more aware of it. So I'm noticing it more. I'm fixated on it or I'm focusing on it. So I notice it more. 
that layer has really tested my whole theory of worthiness and confidence. And here's where I am with it. Try this on and just see if it fits. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. What I believe to be true after feeling into this is that, as I said, 100%, my confidence, your confidence comes from whether or not we feel rooted in our worthiness. Now, that's multifaceted because you can say, oh, of course, I feel like I'm worthy. Okay, but what stories are running the show? Have you dealt with your trauma? Have you dealt with the stories in your head? Have you dealt with the insecurities? Have you dealt with why you feel jealous? Have you dealt with, you know, why you get triggered? All that stuff needs to be dealt with. And I don't mean judged and thrown in the trash, but just brought into the light and seen for what it is, which is untrue. And the parts of you that are not free, that's what that is. We're never going to be completely, I believe, we'll never be completely free and completely having everything in the light, I believe, until we're not here anymore. But I do feel that we just get closer and closer every day. And that's also why it's important to keep doing this work, as we call it, the inner work. And I really, really believe that that, that, so that worthiness is what creates the confidence, right? And on top of that, or in addition to that, or standing next to that is, what about this whole thing of things, situations outside of that, still kind of shaking that a little bit? Not shaking it enough that we don't feel worthy and that we're not confident, but just rattling the cage. Let me give you an example. So for me, and for you, it might be your bank account. For you, it might be your relationships, your friendships. Think about it. It could be anything. Maybe being in a new job, a new career, becoming an empty nester for the first time, having a child for the first time, losing a child, realizing you'll never have children. I mean, there's so many things that can rattle the cage. For me, and this this will sound superficial because it is. It's, it is superficial. That's why I'm talking about it. I want to bring this into the light and say, look, you're not the only one if you feel this way. And I'm going to out myself and tell you that although this will never touch my true worthiness and my true confidence, it is rattling the cage right now. That is my sagging neck, which looks like hot lava at this point. I feel like my jawline is like jowls. It's like falling like hot lava. The lines in my neck, some from the extra weight, some just from aging, that and the muffin top and the fat in the weirdest places I've never seen before. Like I just found out what a Dowager's hump is. Do you guys know what that is? Like what the fuck? Am I getting that? I think I am. It's like this hump. <laughs> it's not kyphosis. If you're if you're someone who knows what that means as a nurse, I know what that is. It's not necessarily kyphotic or kyphosis where you have the curved spine, but you have this like hump at the top of your spine, right where it meets your neck. And it's like a pad of fat, it feels like and looks like. And I'm starting to get that. So <laughs> these things will never rattle my true sense of worthiness and my true confidence but are never like, you know, disrupt it, that they are rattling the cage. I'm just going to out myself and be honest. So let's dig into that. All right. So how is that happening? If you truly feel worthy and you truly feel connected and you truly feel grounded and you love yourself and you've done a lot of this work, how would a muffin top affect that? Well, it doesn't totally affect it, but it does in a little, in a, in a way. And here's how it is for me. I don't feel like myself. 
it doesn't mean Sally sitting next to me or Sally who's listening to this episode who has a muffin top bigger than mine or 50 pounds bigger than me or eight dress sizes bigger than me. It doesn't mean it rattles her cage. This is unique to the person. For her, it might be, as I said, one of the other things I listed. For me, this is what it is. You know, our inner critic is always looking for the chance to be in the spotlight. You know, our inner critic loves parenthood or motherhood. Oh my God, it has a heyday with that. Our inner critic also loves aging, I have found, (laughs) and loves menopause. So I know we've got male listeners and you don't have any idea what that feels like to go through perimenopause and menopause. And some of you are females who say you've had it easy with that. But for me, it is, I'm going to admit it, it's kicking my ass. I know words are powerful. I'd love to tell you it's an experience and I am embracing it. I am. And it's also kicking my ass. Like it's really, I'm on the struggle bus right now and I'm trying not to be, but I am. So the way it's rattling me for me And I think that you get what I'm saying when I say this. I really believe that this is something we're not saying enough on and off of social media is that it's okay to say that things that appear superficial, especially during this toxic positivity, you know, era and the body positivity, which I'm all about body positivity, but especially during this era of that, it's not okay to say, especially as a woman, it's not okay to say, I feel fat or I don't like that I'm overweight for me. I don't like the pot belly. I don't like the fat under my, what used to be armpits. Now they're like outpits. We're not allowed to say that because that equates to not being positive about our body or that means we're shaming other women's bodies or that means that we are looking at life in through a superficial lens and it's not about our body. It's about who you are as a person. I'm here to say I'm okay with going against the grain. I'm okay with swimming upstream. I'm okay with being a fruit loop in a world of Cheerios, okay? I'm okay with saying what is not okay to be said. And that is, I don't like it. I love you, however you are. I'm talking about me. I don't like it. And it's affecting my confidence. On a deep-rooted level, no. But it's still affecting it. It's like it's not affecting the true flavor and in the and the ingredients and the depth of the cupcake, but it's it's affecting the frosting. And if it's not affecting the frosting, it's sure as hell affecting the whatever toppings go on top of the frosting. You're picking up what I'm laying down. So here's how it feels for me. I've never felt more confident. I've never loved myself more. I've never felt more free. I've never been so in love with my fucking life, in my life. I've never been so in love with life. I've never felt more connected to source. I've never felt better in my life. And I not only don't like the way I'm looking lately, I'm struggling with it. I not only don't like the way I'm physically looking lately, I don't like the way it feels. It doesn't feel like me. It's not because I'm trying to be younger. It's not because I'm in love with how I was, you know, five years ago or the size I was, or I can't be happy if I'm not that size. I have come to terms with the fact that, you know what? It's out of alignment. For me, it's out of alignment. For you, it may not be. For you, your journey might be that gaining a little weight with some age, maybe not with age, but for those of you who are gaining it during these middle age years, 
Maybe that's actually how you love yourself more. Maybe embracing that and being confident for once and not judging yourself so much by your looks. Maybe that's your lesson. I thought that was my lesson. I thought my lesson was to learn how to embrace myself looking this way because my confidence and my happiness even, my ability to enjoy sex and life and anything was so connected to my looks, even though I didn't know it. But once I learned that lesson and I did choose to love myself and I did so much to really, really, really love myself to the core and at my core, that's what gave me the confidence to say what I'm saying. You see, I had to walk through that that chapter of, okay, I don't look the way I used to look. I have gained 30 some pounds in a year and it's been four years now. Like I'm still 25 pounds heavier than I want to be. I understand we shouldn't weigh ourselves. I don't need to get comments like that. I get it. I don't, you know, live and die by this scale. Okay. But I'm a pants are three sizes bigger than ever. Even they're tight. I don't like the way I feel, whatever you want to call it. For me, I'm realizing that I had to walk through that chapter and live it, love myself, accept myself and surrender to that in order to get to the place where I could really then love myself at my core to then get to where I didn't think I would end up. The destiny isn't what I thought it would be. The the final lesson for me actually isn't to love myself as is, to accept myself as is. And that might be the lesson for you. For me, what is so not politically correct and what is so not okay to say, especially as a woman these days, is what I'm going to say. I know that the lesson for me is to be able to say what I'm saying. The and is it's out of alignment for me. The reason I don't like the way I feel is because I'm not supposed to look like this. And one might say, and I get it, if you weren't supposed to look that way, you wouldn't. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I am meant to look this way right now, but I know it's out of alignment for how I'm designed. And I could spend hours explaining to you how I know that, but I know that through really soul searching and really, really looking deep and doing lots of shedding and lots of processing and lots of really, really loving who I am and listening to my creator. And I realized the reason I don't feel good about this is this isn't really me. It's a result of a lot of stress and heartache. It's a result of my toxic implant, breast implants that I had for 25 years. It's the result of me feeling so sad and heartbroken, and I would say probably depressed for a couple of years over a couple of situations in my family that were really, really difficult for me. I've mentioned it several times on the show. If you're a new listener, one of them is that my daughter, who's open about this, I'm not outing her, got involved in drugs, and she also got pregnant and then brought we brought her home and we she had the baby and we co-parented with her. And I, you know, at 49 was raising a child almost full time. And there's a lot with that. There's just a lot going on in my life. The extra weight is a result of all of that. And I realized that it's not meant to stay on me. And because I am so aligned with who I am now, I so am so at home with love. The clarity that came to me today was, That's why you feel itchy. That's why you don't like the way you feel. Because the real you does not have this extra weight. 
Okay, so then let's look at the aging. The aging's different. The aging lesson is the lesson that you might expect about the weight. The aging lesson for me is to just embrace it, is to realize that I'm not my skin, is to embrace the wisdom that's coming with age and to step into that next crone phase. But as far as the weight and the way my body physically looks, no. I realize that the weight is meant to come off for me. And I'm smaller than the average, at least American female, as far as weight and build. So I'm not saying women who look like me are fat. I'm saying for me, I have more fat on my body that is meant to be. And I'm okay with saying that. Some people aren't gonna like it. Some of you listening to this won't like it. And that's okay with me. So the difference between confidence and worthiness is that you can't rattle the cage of worthiness when you finally find it. When you finally get the key to the cage of worthiness and you set yourself free, you'll never go back in the cage. You will always feel worthy. You'll exude worthiness and it will make you confident. For me, I believe you can rattle the cage of confidence no matter how worthy you feel. If what? If it's out of alignment. If whatever that thing is, the job, the relationship, the bank account, the pant size, whatever it is, if it's not in alignment with your true essence, it will shake and rattle your cage of confidence while you're still rooted in your worthiness. So something to chew on, something to think about, something to reflect on until we chat again next week. If you're listening for the first time and you've never shared an episode, I would so appreciate it. I would love a rating and review. No pressure, but it would it would be great for the podcast and it would be great for this message. And just leave whatever rating and whatever review feels aligned to you. If you've listened for a while and you haven't done that, please do it today. I would really appreciate it. And send me a text. Uh, we have a text community and, and I love chatting with you there. It is 260-217-4675. All right, so I can't wait to chat with you again next week. Thank you again for listening. And remember to breathe, love yourself, and surrender.